0: There's no doubt you've heard of the term trauma. Maybe you've experienced trauma. You were abused as a child. You were raped. You were robbed. You were beaten. You were in a car accident, right? Trauma can be a result of many different things happening to you that are unexpected. And there are things that happen within the brain that cause you sometimes to hold on to trauma and react as though, even though maybe that trauma occurred years ago, decades ago, Sometimes you're triggered by something and it all seems fresh. It's all right there now and new. And you react to it as though it's happening right now with all that energy. Now, you've heard trauma. Maybe you've never heard the term trauma bonding. What is that? Well, trauma bonding isn't about two soldiers who shared a combat experience or something like that. And they can bond over that unique, tragic experience. There is a deep bond that can occur with firefighters or first responders or soldiers or Marines. But trauma bonding is something different. And if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, and yet there's something still that keeps you there. I don't know why, I just can't leave. I know I'm being abused. I know I'm being hurt. Well, that's actually what trauma bonding is, when you can't leave, although there's a part of you that says, I got to get out of here. But sometimes, and it's difficult to understand why, I mean, I could spend the next day or two talking about why that happens, and I'm not going to, but I'm going to sort of skate over some of it, although this is a very important topic. I want to talk about signs of trauma bonding that you might be staying when, in fact, it's certainly not in your best interest to do so. But when you're in a relationship and you still feel that sympathy towards the abusive partner, parent, friend, and he or she alternates between treating you really poorly and abusively. But then the problem is then the next moment they're treating you with all sorts of positive attention, showering you with love and gifts. And that alternating form of treatment, again, is very, very confusing And it leads to what some call a trauma bond. A problem is, among many of the problems, is it creates lower and lower self-esteem where you actually recognize that there is something wrong and you deserve something so much more. And it can lead to other mental health disorders such as depression. The worse you feel about yourself, the less likely you are to be able to leave. But if you recognize the signs of trauma bonding well, then you might be able to reach out and get help or support or even support yourself. So what are those signs of trauma bonding? And this isn't an all-inclusive list, but I want to go through some of the sort of the main ones if you see this. And the first one I want to talk about is justifying or defending your spouse, your friend, whatever it is, their poor, bad, abusive behavior. According to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, survivors of domestic abuse typically talk about their spouses as being wonderful, perfect, 90% of the time. What's the problem? Well, 10% of the time, they're acting horribly toward you. But you look at that and you say, well, gosh, it doesn't make sense because they shower me with love and attention and affection. They're so good to me most of the time. And that's what actually allows you to stay in that relationship, that abusive relationship for so long because it's difficult to understand. And you may find yourself making excuses for them. Well, ah, they, they had a bad day. Ah, The boss is climbing all over them. Or, oh, well, maybe I did spend too much money. Or I I, I didn't keep my word. I'd said I'd be there, but yeah, although there was traffic and somebody got sick and I was taking care of them, I, I, I should have kept my word. And these are all indications that you're justifying or defending that person's behavior. Now, another example of this might be constantly thinking about the people who hurt you, rather than being able to move on and establish new and healthy relationships, you're always thinking about that past relationship. Let's say you were so lucky to get beyond this abusive relationship. You still find yourself thinking about them, worried about them, caring for them, wanting to cover for them. And why is that? Why doesn't that new healthy relationship just make up for everything else and allow you to bond? Well, again, it's very complicated, but there's a part of you, even if you escape the insanity and the abuse, there's a part of you, and this is going to be hard to say and hard to listen to, there's a part of you that believes you deserve it. And so you stay. And a lot of times, again, this is because of negative, abusive, chaotic childhoods. And as a child, you can't differentiate that this is mom and dad screaming and yelling and fighting and hurting you. As a child, you say, well, I must, I must deserve this. And so you take that belief into your adult relationships and you stay or you defend or you care about these people because you say, well, I, I deserve this. And there's another component, too. There's a part of you subconsciously that says, well, if I can repair this relationship, if I can make this abusive person actually love me, then maybe that means I am lovable. Yeah, there was evidence as a child that it didn't seem mom and dad loved me, but if this person loves me, maybe that's the evidence, all the evidence that I need to say I am lovable. There are so many problems with that, though, because most likely, you're not going to be able to change that person. First of all, that's not your job. Secondly, you're not God. You can't do it. And thirdly, it's misinformation. Their love isn't going to make you lovable. You are lovable, as you are. You don't deserve to be hurt and abused. But if you find yourself still wanting to help them out, again, that could be Trauma bonding, despite the abuse. You want to do kind things for us, like, ah, they're kind of broke, I'm going to give them some money. Well, wait, they might use that for drugs or alcohol. Well, probably not, not this time. They said they're clean and sober. Or, wow, they're really down on their luck. They they lost their job again, I'm going to pay their bills. And there's a goodness in you that wants to do that But don't confuse goodness, godliness, with trauma bonding. Now, maybe you've experienced this, or maybe you see this in some people that you love. They're in this chaotic, abusive, destructive relationship, and you scratch your head and you say, Why don't they just leave? Or maybe somebody says that to you, Why don't you just leave? And they don't understand the strength, and I don't mean that in a positive way. I just mean that strong trauma bond. They've repeatedly broken trust. They've repeatedly hurt you, and yet you're not willing to break that bond because there are so many mixed emotions. There are so many fears associated with it. It might be financial security or insecurity. It's like, well, I can't leave. I know we're struggling. I know this is abusive, but you know, somehow together we kind of make it work. But the problem is the only thing that works, the only thing that is predictable typically is that the abuse is going to continue and get worse. And at some point, you've got to listen to how you speak about this other person and say, I can't make make it up for them. I can't cover for their bad behavior anymore. And you find yourself getting defensive. People come up to you and say, hey, why are you staying? That's a terrible relationship. It's destructive. It's hurting you. You deserve so much more. How dare you talk to them like that about them like that? And you find yourself stepping back from the healthy relationships and clinging to the unhealthy one. Sometimes even after you leave, if for whatever reason they leave you, the abusive person, you still find yourself clinging emotionally, not wanting to admit how they've hurt you. It can be embarrassing. It can cause shame. There are a lot of reasons for it, and it's not your fault. Maybe you don't feel as though somebody will believe you. It's like, hey, this person's really hurting me. What? I see them. They seem to be perfectly nice. Nice. But remember that 10% of the time, that's what other people don't see. And you yourself look at the 90% of the time that they're just wonderful. And you ignore that abusive, destructive 10% of the time. You've got to be willing to open up to share your feelings, your opinions. But if you're with a person that you don't feel you can do that, hey, you really hurt me. Or what you're doing is wrong. If you find you're hiding from sharing truth, that again could be a sign of trauma bonding. And maybe you're not sharing your feelings with them, or with others, and you become more and more silent. What do you do? How do you break the trauma bond? Well, the first thing I want to say is, please get professional help. There are a lot of great therapists out there who understand this trauma bond and what keeps you stuck, but they want to help you heal. And it can be difficult, but there are ways to break the cycle of dysfunction. There is a scripture that I love. I love it from a religious standpoint. I love it from a psychological standpoint. Jesus says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. If you're in a trauma bond, you've got to focus on what is true. This relationship is destructive. It is harmful. It might be difficult to admit that because maybe you think it reflects poorly on you that you're still there after all these years. But it is the truth that will set you free. You might look back and say, gosh, we, we had so many good times. And you're thinking nostalgically about the past, reminiscing about the good times. Okay, like most relationships, relationships that thrive and are good, they have bad times and they have good times. Most likely, more good times. But in a real healthy relationship, there's no room for abuse. And you can't ignore that time that they're actually really harming you, traumatically. Focus on what's going on. How do you feel? Sometimes if you've really been hurt, I suggest write it down. Remind yourself yourself. Wow, I suffered for three days under this. Now, again, there's going to be a time where I'd say when you're focused on healing, you move beyond that. You move what life does offer you, how love can heal. But if you're living in denial and the absence of truth, you've got to write it down when you're feeling really horrible, when you're feeling abused. Write it down so that you can go back and say, oh, yeah, this happens like every three weeks, whatever the cycle is. How do you feel when you actually say, you know, I think I better do something to take care of myself. Maybe you feel guilty or bad about that. Oh, I don't deserve that. Hey, why don't you take a run? No, no, that's too much time away. I can't run. I can't get a good night's sleep. I can't relax and go off to pray. I can't be with other healthy relationships. See, all those things are self-care. And if you're not willing to give yourself that kind of self-care, then you remain invested in that abusive relationship because there's a certain comfort, as odd as that may sound, in what is known, even if it's dysfunctional, even if it's abusive. At least you say, it's predictable. I know it. But self-care, when you get away long enough, you might come to the conclusion that this is actually a really destructive relationship. And I say, become aware of how you speak to yourself. Because when you're in an abusive relationship, it kills your self-esteem. And no longer is it just that other person who's beating you up emotionally or physically. You start doing that to yourself emotionally. How do you do that? With that negative self-talk. Well, I deserve it. I'm no good. I am unlovable. This is what I deserve And you've got to begin to challenge those negative beliefs because God sees you and says otherwise. You are lovable. You are worthy of being treated with kindness and decency. And as small a step as it may seem, becoming aware of your self-talk, if it's destructive or negative, But if you can begin to make room for something that's a little more hopeful, well, you know what? Maybe I do deserve more. That can begin to reshape those beliefs. There is nothing easy about trauma bond and the escape from it. But God offers you everything that you need. See, he designed your brain, your body, to gravitate, to move toward healing and love and freedom. And that happens when you live in the truth, and the truth will set you free. I will meet you back on the road. And remember, always forward.